After years of helping online businesses make more money by advising them on their taxes and finances, I've now made it my mission to reach as many profitable online businesses as possible to help them save on their taxes and make more money. On my quest, I bring you proven and real profitable online business owners, and we dig into how they do it. All right. Hello, hello. This is Micah Frame, and this is the inaugural podcast for The Few, The Proud, The Profitable. This is where we talk to online businesses who are actually making money. We know there are a lot of pretenders in this space. We're trying to weed those guys out and talk to the people who are actually profitable and actually having real success with this. So nobody who does that better than my good buddy, Adam Lincolnauger. He's helping me get my feet wet here. So Adam, we're going to talk about 15 minutes or so, cool. go through five questions, see how it goes. All right, sounds so, good. Number one, just a couple of sentences, tell everybody who you are, what you do. Cool. My name's Adam Lincoln Auger, as Micah has said. I own a few different online businesses from basketball training to baseball to golf. I've got a partner in yoga, uh, which is really cool because all these businesses were built through YouTube. And now we also teach YouTube as well and teach businesses how to leverage it, build audiences and make money. Yeah. Nobody does it better. So number two, what's the best thing about having a profitable online business? Well, profitable. well, the best thing about having a profitable online business is when you actually promote yourself and, and put yourself out there, you're not lying to people. Um, you know, you don't have to get behind a bunch of lies when you actually are doing things that are proven, right. that are true, that are working, that are successful, that are scalable. Uh, the ability to get results so well really you know, it allows me to be very transparent and clear with my marketing where a lot of people have to throw out hefty claims. Like I'll help you get a million subscribers on YouTube, even though my YouTube channel has a thousand subscribers, for example. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot of hyperbole and you think that people would see through it a little more easily than they do, but I guess maybe it's working for some of these guys. Right. You know, it kind of, to me, comes back to social media. We all look at social media and see the everyone's so happy and perfect. We all know it's crap. It's not real, but yet we, we always question it. We wonder. And yeah, there, there's a certain envy. You've got a FOMO there. Even if you know logically, it's right. not actually happening. Yeah. Awesome. All right, so number three, what we talk about is we hear from other online business owners that managing cash flow can be a real struggle. Mm -hmm. So with your business, how do you manage that? How do you have that function properly and deal with this, that it, the challenges? Absolutely. Well, you know, the first thing is, is when I started out, I, I came from, from little means. It wasn't like I came from money when I started my business. I literally had less than $100 in my pocket. Um, so I built this from scratch. So as I built money over time, it allowed me to, to be in a position to where I, I really hoarded it. I was so scared that I would go back and put myself in a position. Maybe my business would shut down tomorrow or something wouldn't work anymore or whatever it may be. So I hoarded a lot of money that became, you know, we like to use the term war chest a lot where it became my war chest for my business to where I could leverage my money and really figure out what works and what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, that was number one. And number two, just truly paying attention to your numbers. I'm a creative guy. 
Um, I do love to concentrate on the creative side of business. I don't like concentrating on the numbers specifically, but over the years you learn it is 100% a must. The moment you stop, you're screwed. Mm -hmm. That's the way I look at it. You've got to know what's coming in. You've got to know what's coming out because that, those, those numbers are what allows you to make your adjustments. You need data to, to make moves. And that's why, you know, that's so vital. Well, that's what's always so interesting to me, especially because so many people in the online space, if they're running Facebook ads, if they're running campaigns, anything, there's so many built-in KPIs and analytics you'll have for what you actually do. But then when it comes to the financials, people just sort of turn that side of their brain off. Right. Even though they're, they're capable of it. Clearly, they couldn't succeed in their actual job otherwise, but... Sure. They hate it so much, they just try to avoid it. Yeah, I think it's a mixture of hatred and fear. Yeah. Some people are, are scared to look at their numbers because they know they're screwing up. They know they're overspending. They know that, you know, they don't want to know that their, you know, 300K a year, you know, revenue is actually, you know, negative 25,000. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's also harder to make those inflated claims. Right, exactly. <laughs> no exactly. All right. Awesome. So number four, um, in a couple of minutes, just give us what your big tip, tip that online business owners, every online business owner should know to succeed. Um, dual traffic sources. I think the biggest mistake people are making right now is they're relying. There's team organic, there's team paid. If you're not using paid, you're stupid. If you're using paid, not organic, you're stupid. And the truth is you're all stupid. The goal here, the, 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 what must happen is you need to parallel your traffic sources. Paid traffic lives on social media for a reason. It wants social awareness. It wants you to have organic social flow. It, no, no one at Facebook wants you to just run ads to a page that's sole purpose is just to have ads on it. Same yep. with YouTube channels. Same with any traffic source. If it is a social platform, you need to have an organic component because I promise you when people do organic the right way along with paid, you can in fact double your business doing that. Paid will get you there quicker, but I promise you as well as if you've been paid as paid traffic long enough, you've ran into banned accounts, you've ran into ads that were working a week ago, stop working today, um, platforms changing. Uh, the other side of having a parallel traffic source is things break, you know, a great story real quick. Um, not the, not to keep, keep you too long, Micah, but a big a 15 story. minutes, nothing more. Right. <laughs> but you know, with Facebook, we, you know, I, uh, eight years ago, I could put a post on our Facebook page, get 2000 leads every single day. I'd pop on there and say, Hey, here's a free workout. Go to, you know, www.workout.com. I, I don't own that domain. I just made that one up, but you get yeah. my drift. That would be awesome if I did. But one day Facebook said, you know what? We're not going to allow you, when you make a post, we're not going to actually show it to all your fans that want to see your post. We're just going to show them to a small percentage. Mm -hmm. Oh, and you want to use a link in your post as well. Okay, we're going to actually show it to an even smaller percentage, right. right? So just like that in a day, you know, or a week or whatever it was, 2,000 leads a day went to maybe 20 or 50 or whatever that number was. Massive drop. But fortunately, I paralleled Facebook traffic with YouTube traffic, and YouTube traffic really carried our weight and put us in a position for the long term for you know when Facebook caught up, and now we have Instagram rolling, et cetera. 
Well, yeah, that's what's crazy to me where it's in the online space, especially you don't want to have any industry where you're relying on one little trick, but how many people will, they found this one hack for this one platform and that's all they do. And they don't have any contingency for when that inevitably gets shut down. Right. I'm just, just exactly. Exactly. You know, and my thing for like when I look at, you know, if I want to invest, for example, in mentors or consulting, I'm not looking for who's hot right now. I'm looking who's been hot for the last five, six, seven years. Right. Because I want to know who, who is inevitably, if, you, if you're working online, we all know that things change literally weekly, if not monthly. If someone's been around for six, seven, eight plus years, I'm going on 12 now. They've learned to pivot. Yeah, they've been through it and they've been able to take a punch in the gut or, you know, and really get up from it and and thrive. So I think that's so key when you look at someone to to help you get to that next level and look at that within yourself. Know that, hey, whatever's working really well for you now, understand that you always need to prepare yourself for when that isn't working. Yeah, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. All right. So last question, one of two choices. One is what's the craziest thing that you've seen sold online or two, what's the craziest tactic you've seen for someone trying to sell something online? Well, you know, I think that the, the craziest tactic, I'll go tactic because I'm trying to think of something off the top of my head. There's, you know, if you saw my Amazon, like, you know, the algorithm on my Amazon, like you'd see some weird stuff. I bought some weird stuff in my day. Um, but I say the weirdest tactic right now is the Facebook Messenger bot blast going on right now. Yeah. Where people are just truly blasting every single day to promos, which again is against, you know, mini chat and even Facebook Messenger yeah. rules, but people continue to do it. Now Facebook's making all these adjustments because marketers have already ruined Facebook Messenger. Uh, so Facebook's um, already like really hammering down on all these chat bot platforms and um, making them a little much, much less useful. Um, so I think that that's the one right now because, you know, it's logical. It was really awesome for a while, but it just blew my mind how quickly marketers ruined it. You know, in a matter of literally months, marketers ruined it. Pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, that one, man, bots were hot. And not that there's still not utility for them, but yeah, they got abused faster than anything else I can remember in recent memory, at least. Incredible. Incredible. All right, cool. Well, Adam, again, thanks for being on. The few, the proud, the profitable. Um, What's a website or your social handle so people can find you? Cool. Yes. Sportofbusiness.com is my kind of like if you want help with YouTube or business stuff, that's where you find me. And then, um, you know, I've got a bunch of sports. I love basketball, Sarah Beth yoga, athletic motion, golf, ultimate baseball training, uh, Spanish. uh, Spanish. Not allowed all these. (laughs) The Spanish. Those are just people that you can look up if you're interested in those subjects. Okay. Awesome. Again, thanks for being on, buddy. And everyone, just check out the Facebook page. Check out the website for more podcasts coming after this.